Hi there, my name is C. I'm D, and you're listening to. Swinging, swinging Down, Down Under. Under. Our journey is a couple through the swinging lifestyle. Are you into open relationships? Or exploring new things in life? This is our podcast. Join in. Experiences. Both good and bad. <laughs> Reviews and events. And more here Swinging Down Under. Come on. Join us. This is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. Well, g'day, everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in to our next episode. This is going to be an interesting one. Ooh, what's the episode number? The episode number is episode number 64. Whoa, you didn't even need to look it up. Creeping. I actually just checked, but, thank, but thank you for asking, Dean. Oh, no problem. I mean, I like to keep everybody up to date with what episode we're up to. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you're on board with that now. Yeah, That's, totally. Thank you very much. Totally on board. So today's episode, we spoke about it last time. We gave you a bit of a teaser. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one because we are going to have a discussion on the possibility of some solo play. I like to think that all of our podcasts are interesting. That is that is accurate. I mean, it's always like, hey, we've got a brand new, happy, exciting episode for you today. But, well, some of them are great and some of them probably not so great. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I mean, I disagree. I think... It depends all, on who you ask, I suppose. Well, certainly I believe all of my side of the podcasting is just amazeballs. I'm, no? I'm, I'm, gl- I'm absolutely glad that you think that. Yeah. I'm glad to hear. So what we're going to talk about today is solo play. Solo play is what in your mind, D? How would you explain that to our listeners? Uh, solo play is... Because it's not masturbation. It can be, but not in this case. No. No, masturbation is masturbation. Solo play is solo play. Solo play, uh, the ability for one of the partners to play with somebody else, a, either a single or another couple, for an event or either at location or away depending on which which is going they might they might be yeah you might solo you might play solo in the same household just in different rooms i think yeah. is i'd call that solo play as well that's that's my definition i'm sure the world may or may not disagree well the i guess what you're trying to say there is there is even a spectrum within this so what we are talking about is is playing in separate situations where one of us is not there Yes, solo. Yeah, on our own. So what we're going to do is we're going to discuss that today. Dee has brought some thoughts in his mind. If you heard the last podcast, you know what I'm talking about. They're right in my mind. They're, they're in his mind. I have written some thoughts down. Um, which is not in your mind. Which is not in my mind. So what we're going to do is go through. Mine doesn't make papery noises when I pick it up on the podcast, though. Mine won't either. I'll be yeah. quiet as a mouse. Yeah, as a mouse ruffling papers. Yeah, well, the new microphones are actually quite picky, so they pick up a lot of stuff. Boom. Yeah. Ta-ta. Why, why, why the badoom? Because it was a funny, it was a joke. You know, see that microphones oh. are picky, they pick up a lot of noise. Boom. Oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. whoa. Yep. I mean, that's how we're starting? That's how we're going. That's okay, how we're kicking so off. Okay, so everybody brace yourself for mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. Uh, very funny podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we have we have spoken about this on and off for the past four years, and I'm, I'm not going to lie, but not in a lot of depth. And what I mean by that is we haven't really... Uh, explored our own thoughts on the matter or shared them necessarily with our partner. We've kind of discussed it in more of a well, what if or um, I would say fantasy-based uh, based scenario, but never in a, well, this could actually happen properly and, and how do we feel about it? What is on or off limits? What are some boundaries, some rules? When could it possibly occur? What do I feel about? What does D feel about? And then kind of coming together as a conclusion, right? Yeah. I wouldn't say, I mean, we've had, yeah, bits and pieces over the years of, 
I mean, well, you've said to me in the past, if I went down to Sydney and I visited our friends, the Belays, that, you know, you wouldn't really have any concerns about it, but we never went into detail. And so that's what we're trying to do today is we're trying to understand how each other feels about this and then really understand what requirements, if any, what boundaries, if any, and then kind of come to some sort of an understanding on and progress forward with the possibility of solo play. Or not. Or not. Or not, also. Hmm. So, uh, to start everybody off, Dee, maybe you can um, explain a little bit about yep. what some of your basic thoughts are, and then we'll kind of start to talk about some of the... the... I mean, I'm pretty sure you've got notes. I do, but you bought your thoughts in your mind, you see, so yeah. they're easy, easily accessible to you because they're in your mind. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, can you ask me what I need to what, what I need to start with here again? I mean, I'm a... Give me, give me a thought that pops into your head about uh, the possibility of solo play between us in our relationship. Not necessarily pointing out that it could be me, it could be you, but tell me about your thoughts just generally on solo play within our relationship. Well, I, I suppose that for, for me, there's a concern on my side, like, because we've never played with a single lady, even, to understand the the back end of that, I suppose. So... If it were, if we were looking at me toward a solo play scenario, then I think we might be missing a step. Do you think that would have, I wasn't talking about me specifically, you specifically, whether it would be a single, whether it would be a couple, I'm talking about any impact that this may have, if any positive or negative on us as a couple, on us as a relationship. Because we came, let me, let me give you some thoughts then. We came into this lifestyle as it being a couple's journey. So the possibility of it now being a solo journey, what do you think about that? Well, I don't believe that it is a solo journey at all. I think it's still a couple journey. It's just that we've chosen to do it in a different manner. Uh, I, I suppose you're there's that paper uh, that paper <laughs> that I was talking about. I suppose that um, I, I kind of feel like you're saying that this is not a couple thing, that it can't be a couple event. Still, solo play can't be a couple event. And I don't agree with that. I think that you can still be involved as a couple. It's just a different level of involvement and potentially a different scenario in terms of how you're engaged with that involvement. Well, I, I mean, guess... for example, <laughs> let's just say that I'm involved in solo play and I, I set up a, like a, a ca let's not say a camera, but a, a, a mobile phone with a video stream that you can watch. You know, that's still... And engage, of course, with permission from the other person as well, but or other people. But that can be also still an engagement scenario. Yeah, so I guess that's some of the things I wanted to talk to you about today. You know, if, yeah. if there was, and I, I would classify that as a boundary that you're fine with solo play, but a boundary might be that you expect that you're engaged. Yeah, and that could be one of the requirements. So that's kind of what I was lending to or hoping to achieve from today's discussion. I'm happy to just rattle off from the beginning. Let's okay. What, what do I think the potential concerns or impacts are on our relationship? I think, I mean, most of those are reasonably obvious for anyone who's put their relationship in any form of uh, dangerous situation. It's a very, it can be a very dangerous scenario if we both don't have an understanding of what we want to get out of this, or what we and what we don't want to get out of this, what we are concerned about. I'm certainly there's concerns that I have, but I don't. But again, they're probably when we get into the play side of things, not this early in the conversation as you want to step through it. 
All right. Well, since you, that's what you think, let me just go through my pros and cons, and then you can feel feel free to comment when you think it's appropriate. Does that work? Uh yeah. I mean, I I, I don't necessarily. Yes. It's fine. Okay. So, yes, as I just said before, one of the thoughts in my mind is that we join the lifestyle to do this together, and that possibly solo play may be stepping away from that perception that it is about us together as a couple, and it could later down the path uh, turn into a very uh, separate separate endeavor and and what I mean by that is that there are a lot of uh podcasts a lot of uh, forum articles blog posts where people do talk about the progression and we've spoken about this in terms of you know soft swap to full swap but then also there's a, this idea that the progression is going to be full swap to then solo play solo play to separate partner separate partners and then possibly ending in your relationship crumbling essentially so I've read a lot about it and I mean that's definitely something that that concerns me you know well could this possibly then lead to very much a uh, uh, we're doing this because we're doing it separately in, in the end I suppose and how do you the, how do you the stop first that bit, the first bit of that has to be the definition of true solo play for us as a couple and and whether we define boundaries and limits and and hard rules that prevent this from it becoming purely a solo activity as we see it. Mm. And don't don't get us wrong, anyone out there listening, because obviously that we, we know people that do play separately uh, completely. You don't have to um, seek any kind of approval from their partner. And um, and what I mean by that is not that, you know, hey, I'm out with this person, you know, do I get permission to go and sleep with them? It's more of a they just go and do it and then later they may or may not even have a conversation about it with their partner. You know, there are couples out there like that and it works for them and there's absolutely no no judgment. Um, good for them that they've come up to, to that understanding. I, I think we just need to put an overarching um, caveat on this conversation. This is our conversation in yeah. our relationship. Uh, if if you don't or do believe in part of this on the way through, then uh, you're, you that's know, your right. It's your right yeah. to it's your right to disagree, and it's your right to change the channel if you don't agree with what we're saying. Mm, that's fair enough. Yeah, it's a good blanket blanket uh, recommendation. Um, so that's I guess one of my concerns. Um, you know about that whole well, where's the next step? What is the idea of the next step? And and what about uh, you know issues that I've personally I suppose heard the question, about? Question I'll I'll pose to you here though is why do you consider this a next step? I'm just saying that that's that's what I've read about. No, no, when I'm, I'm asking, t- yeah, I know what you've read about, but I'm asking you what your opinion is. Because in in my head, it is when we started the lifestyle, we did this together. Now we're looking at possibly doing it separate. But as you've said, there's a caveat on what is the definition of separate. You know, um, I would in my head, even after this conversation, if we do agree to do solo play, I would never imagine a point at this point in time in our relationship where we would perhaps go out on a Friday night for some drinks and then end up coming home, you know, Saturday, 8 a.m., kind of having stayed at someone's house that you weren't aware of uh, or me aware of. I'd... No, certainly without, certainly not without that being an understood and possibly possible fantasy for mm-hmm. one of the others. Um, I, I would never see that being the case for me, um, for me doing that. Well, for starters, the the idea of, of a male going out on a Friday night and picking up and bringing somebody home that night is fairly unrealistic. I mean, that's something that's going to take a few attempts to even get to the point where that could even occur. So, and I know, well, to my knowledge, that's not one of your fantasies either for me to go out and pick up somebody. So why would I ever try to 
achieve that because the only reason I'd be doing that would be to, for it to be one of your fantasies. So that's that's my next uh, my next point is uh, you know tit for tat. So for example, the solo play then mean and you touched on it. You've touched on it twice now since we started this conversation. And it's you being with a unicorn. Now, many people out there who listen to us regularly might know that. We have been in threesomes with another uh, single man, but we have not had a threesome with another single lady or aka a unicorn in the lifestyle. So I guess one of my points here is does this then or could this potentially become one of those tit-for-tat scenarios and where perhaps one of us goes off and, and conducts uh, you know, some, some solo play and then the other one thinks that they may be missing out and that they should have their unicorn or should have their solo play themselves? Um and could that then possibly create some some issues whereby, you know, well, you've gone off and done it now, so I better go off and get mine? Well, I mean, that's a really glass, glass is half empty way of looking at it, I suppose. Well, I'm I'm sharing with you my... my yeah, my... yeah, I understand. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm still allowed to offer the opinion that I think that's a glass is half empty scenario. I, I don't understand why you would be looking at that as a, as a potential concern without us even discussing it up front. I mean, I don't know that I've ever put forward or we've ever discussed even me playing with the unicorn or us playing with the unicorn. Oh, we've discussed it, I think. But but it has ever it's never it's been discussed less than what we're discussing this right now. Yeah, I don't think there's been any drive towards it no, if that's there's what you're no drive to toward it and that's because very simply, I think for me it's not really of particular interest. You know, I don't, I don't, initially when we, when we came into this lifestyle and I've fairly well described this, I actually thought that that was my fantasy. And then very quickly after being with our first couple, which was more of a, um, more of a a female, me and and her together while you were watching with him, I, I didn't really I mean, I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but I didn't enjoy that as much as what I do when we play with a single guy. So I think my focus or my my most interesting aspect is when we're either playing with couples, that's that's number one, certainly for me, and number two would be single guy. Well, I suppose we, we <laughs> you could almost say we have been actually with the unicorns in a number of times. Do you want to know why I think that? Because there's been a number of times when the men aren't interested in playing with you. Yeah, yeah. or, or I, have performance issues. I, and so I think there's actually, you could almost put those down to, I'm going to say, half unicorn scenarios. Well, no, because you're not engaged with them as well. I have in been. Of, I, I have been. Not in a lot of cases. Yeah. In a, because in the, they're in not. In a very small minority of cases, you're involved yeah. as well. Because either they're not bisexual or I'm not interested in them in that way. Like in, in actually. Uh, you're not interested in them bisexually. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a very, um, very poignant differential there. Yeah, well. Yeah, but yeah. So, so if that's be if that is the case, then I suppose we've been there. We've, if you want to think of it that way, I don't, I don't have really an interest in that. My, my excitement, the, the, please understand again, my excitement, the majority of it, or the most exciting sessions of sex we've had have been either with a couple or a single guy. The stuff that we have with, if you want to look at it that way as single ladies or as, as ladies who can perform while the guy can't, they're probably some of my worst because I have concern that, that, uh, uh, that you're not having fun. Mm. So that destroys any sort of fun on my side. 
I'm now it's now more of an action that for me than it is an actual you know in, in uh, a scenario where I'm really into this the, the for me I, I need a if we're both really into it and we're both really excited by it then I'm really excited by it but if you're not into it then I'm not in, I'm not excited either so it doesn't make sense for for us mm-hmm. I, I mean coming back to your tit for tat there's never been tit for tat when it comes to a single lady being involved in our relationship uh, or in our bedroom relationship so i don't understand why there would be why would we include tit for tat when we're talking about solo play and just on that actually you know what do you reckon there's actually tattoos for tits which go towards breast cancer fundraising i mean i know i'm just that's a random thought right now but when you say tit for tat what about tat for tit do you reckon that's actually out there for cancer breast cancer fundraising it should be you sell tattoos for tits yeah. Off you go, making money for cancer. Yep. Then all you need to do is get everybody to expose their breasts on Facebook and Twitter like they do for other things, actually, which I, I think if, might be the problem. I actually wonder if we can do that. I wonder if we can get some tattoos and somehow let's let's close on let's let's think about that, D. Okay. All right, good. You think about that, I'll think about current subject. All right, good. Um okay, so another thing that I was thinking about as a possible uh concerning fact would be uh possible regret post play. Now that's not something that you couldn't um, you couldn't encounter in any anything that you do in, in life, in career, in whatever, friendships, sex, you know, I guess that's but it is something like what happens. I mean, once you open that floodgate, once you experience that that thing there is no taking it back you know what what if and there is always a possibility of what if you walk away from it and you think gee i wish i hadn't gone down that path i, I, I suppose I it's the same as hitting yourself on the thumb with a hammer ouch i'm not going to do that again yeah you know like uh, to me it's a very simple scenario if for us we've been already through a number of jealousy curves you know on both sides both of us have been jealous at some point and we've simply worked through those as you know as as I think our relationship is founded on a mutual trust and respect so for me that's not a not a big concern because i think if we have an issue it's not going to be a relationship ending issue it's going to be a let's have a discussion about this and work through it and whether that means us working through it together or us going to see somebody and actually working it through it through it with a professional, whatever it takes. I mean, this relationship is worth more to me than just a potential failure of something that we've done along the way. So I don't I don't see that being a problem unless you're not willing to take the same steps as what I am in terms of I'll do anything to keep our relationship together, provided our relationship's still a positive influence on our life. On our life. I mean, again, if I become such a burden on you that I'm not a positive influence in your life anymore, then I fully expect and urge you to walk away from me because you should be doing better. You deserve better than a, a, a bad life. You know, like anybody, I believe everybody deserves a, a, a happy, healthy and and fun life. And if you're not achieving that because of the people that you're around, then you need to change those people. That's very deep. Thank you, Dean. Well, I mean, I like to occasionally swim in the paddle around in the deep end of the pool just to do. You, help do you have people. little floaties on when you do that? Yeah, of course. Okay. I mean, it's the deep end, right? Okay, just checking. Like, are they rubber ducky? I mean, that's no. If they're floaties, well, generally I'm actually in a unicorn um, okay. uh, ring, you know, okay. like a floaty ring. That's cool. Yeah, 
and, and I wear a little unicorn hat yeah, with, a, with a horn on it. Do you, throw, do you throw glitter around? No, occasionally, when... I fart glitter. Oh, you fart glitter. Yeah. It's good. How do you get it up there to begin with? Just a glitter bomb. You glitter. can buy them on, e- on, on eBay. Glitter bombs. They, mm. They're actually designed for vaginas, but they work for us. I was just yeah, I've seen those. I'm I'm not a fan of what's going on there. Yeah, geez, those are surprise. Uh, I just think that that's all sorts of uh, glitter vaginal. You ever tried to get glitter out of your house? That's very true. You imagine you need a pressure cleaner in 14 days to get it out of a vagina, I think. Yeah. I'm just also thinking about the the possible... Um, Glitter bomb. Yeah. Okay, so that's... I mean, the way that I've kind of had it in my head to this, today's discussion was to talk about some of the things that are possible cons. Well, well talk in about, your head or on paper? On paper. But they came from my head. Um, I put them from my head and moved them to the paper. Um, then talk about possible pros and then maybe talk about some requirements, guidelines, boundaries, rules, whatever you want to call it. That's I really, how I I'm thought. I'm really enjoying you channeling your inner Italian right now. Yeah, I'm using my hands a lot. You are gesturing. You know that people on the other end of this podcast cannot see the amount of gesturing that you're putting in there. I mean, you really... I actually smacked really in somebody there, in the head the other day. They were walking past and I was talking to somebody and I got very vigorous with my hand movements and I hit them in the head. Yeah. Oh well, it's their fault for walking, right? I <laughs> I feel like it's fifty fifty. There's there's both. Yeah, I know. Both I parties have to Well, take... I mean, look, if they weren't there, if we work on the insurance way, if they weren't there, the accident would never have happened. Correct. And if there wasn't such delicious wine, I wouldn't have had such vigorous hand gestures because of the amount of delicious wine consumed. Exactly. So really, it's actually the pub's fault. Yeah, it is actually because if the pub weren't there, neither of you'd be there. You exactly wouldn't be correct. drunk. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So we should like should we sue or? <laughs> Did you hurt a knuckle? No. Okay. Let's okay, so that's my my areas for potential concerns. Do you have any? Because you've you know bought so yeah, many thoughts in a, your mind. I've got a number of uh I only have one mind, it's not mine, it's just one. Just you've only got one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lame. Well, I mean I'm uh, th- this is the difference between me and you, and I'm gonna say, you know, Given that you are a little female, there's generally more than one mind in there to no, trip I just, around. No, I just move on the fact that maybe split personalities have multiple minds and therefore I'm actually just deliciously, you know, amazing at everything. And Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that at all, ever. You see. Please don't kill me. That's why I have multiple minds. Yeah. I find you <laughs> and I kill you. So, uh... My concerns, my concerns are a few things. Um, for starters, I'm concerned that you're going to flip the fuck out in the middle. Of it. So if you if you're involved in a solo play session, oh, I, I have saying. a concern that halfway through, or once you get past a point where you believe you're now, and I'm doing the uh, air quotes, uh, air quotes here, the point of cheating, mm. that you will just fucking flip out, right? And I'm really concerned about that for you and mostly you, but I'm also concerned because the other people that are involved or other person who's involved in this, I don't know that they deserve that either. You know, like I, I, the, the, please understand the vast majority of the concern is for you, but you're now also adding somebody else's life into this potentially and making it really where they feel like, Oh fuck, I've done something really bad here. Like, I now potentially they're thinking, well, is she thinking that I've raped her or, you know, like what's the, you know, I mean, I know the R word is something that we is a, it's a tough word to say, but there's a concern there, right? For that person as well. So I suppose I need, I need to feel that if you were going into this, that you'd be going into this understanding that my permission has been granted 
and that then alleviates the concern of cheating because it's not cheating provided I'm aware of what's going on and we fit in the boundaries and rules that we set out. Yeah, and I guess if I can just pause on what you just said there, I mean, we always, both of us, um, and we hope we get the same thing from our play partners as well, but yes, there is a level of respect there for your play partners. I fully appreciate what you're saying, Dee, that, you know, you have concerns for me, but that you also have concerns about, you know, hurting the other people or, you know, making them feel bad about something. I absolutely respect that because I respect our play partners. So I have absolutely uh, no problems with you having those feelings. I mean, I'd be concerned if you didn't. Yeah. So, so that's certainly one of the concerns I have is you just flipping out once you get to that, wherever that red line in the sand is that says you're now a cheater versus this being a consensual event. So that's a a big concern for me because I think that you have the potential for that. So let's talk about the possible solution for that as we go through then. I mean, from say that's using that exact scenario that you gave, it was me playing solo. I mean, what you would want to or expect to see then is some pretty enthusiastic actions or discussions or texts or chats prior to any kind of play, something that will give you uh, uh, an appreciation or an understanding that it is absolutely 100% something I want to do? Yeah, absolutely, because uh, I suppose interestingly, even a number of times where we've played with couples or single guys, uh, some of it has kind of come from left field for me. You know, like there's a, there are occasions, the vast majority I understand that you're interested in playing, but then there's sometimes where you'll be sitting there and all of a sudden you'll just say, okay, let's go to the bedroom. And I'm like, the, the fuck, really? And then there's other times where we're like in the middle of maybe soft play or or um, or just canoodling with the other couple or single. And then all of a sudden you'll go, get me a condom. And I'm like, holy fuck, where did we go from, you know, like there's no, in some cases there's been just no reference between okay, I'm enjoying myself, let's enjoy a little more step by step. Sometimes you go from, you know, I'm sitting here drinking my wine, let's go fuck. Mm. Okay. You know, so that that is something that, I mean, and that's with me in the room. Yeah. So now take me out of the room and it becomes a real interesting uh, problem for, for me to understand that you're actually interested in this. Um and I know that if you are really interested in it, then the thought that's going through your head at the time, if you say you are having sex with somebody else or a, or a couple, the thought going through your head when that's happening will not be focused on me. Mm-hmm. It will be focused because you, you're when you're in that mood and in that groove with with somebody, then you're focused on that, you know, as I think you kind of should be. You know, you, you've still got to pay some attention to the person like if I'm in the room, you still would pay attention to me, uh, which is great. But you, but the focus should be on the person that you're with. Yeah, right? and your you, own enjoyment and, and your own else. and your own satisfaction. That's right. So with that in mind, I think once you step into that realm, that the chances of you it being still engaged with me in any way is very limited. Okay. So that means prior to, I think it's important that I have an understanding of uh what's going on yeah that's fair enough so what else do you have what do you mean what else do i have you said you had other concerns you had a few that's one well that's two what was your other one 
that was that, I mean, was that was it. You, you might have to out. listen back through this. You, fl- you said like uh, you can. Your biggest concern is the flip out. That yeah, was... the flip out's one. Yeah. So what's the second one? The second one is you is you not is us not is you not engaging with me in that period. Oh right, I see what you're saying. Or prior to. Okay. You know, like there, there's. Well, we have to not, we have to sorry, talk about that knowing, later with the requirements yeah, me, and the boundaries, me, I guess. Me not knowing when you've made that decision that it's a yes. That's that's a second. That's another concern. Yes. Okay. Um, the other concern is, of course, I mean, this is primary concern is your safety. That's this is actually number one. Like, I I have a concern that this would happen in a manner that that makes it unsafe for you. And I don't mean unsafe sex because I I don't think there's anyone that we you would be involved with that you would allow and you know we've got some secret little things you've certainly got some you know i'm going to say not underhanded but that's the best word i can come up with because i didn't eat a thesaurus for breakfast um an underhanded little check last minute check to make sure somebody's wearing a condom things like that i'm I'm okay with my concern is more the you know you've had some very bad sexual experiences in your past and i would hate for you to get into a similar situation through either poor decisions or lack of testicles. Yeah, lack of lack, lack of, of lack of ability to sort of uh, make decisions and, and say no if the moment calls for it. Well, and say it at a point where you're already not in a situation where you're unsafe. To yep. to say it beforehand, to actually say before you get back to the room, for example. To be able to say no, I'm not going to go to the room because I'm not interested in this. Yep. Yeah, that's that's my other. Your safety is well. That's number one. But behind all this, this other stuff we just spoke of, who gives a shit? I mean, we can sort that out. That's sortable stuff. But safety is utmost mm. concern for me. So we need to figure out as well. Um, how we define that. Certainly there's some couples that we've been around for a long time that I don't have that concern with. You know, the Belays, for example, I have no concern with them. I know that if at any point during that play session you said to them, stop, or I think I might just back out of this, I know what exactly would come next. They would help you up. They would make you feel comfortable. You know, they would make you feel like it's not a problem, you know, and there's other couples we have in our circle that I feel the same with as well. But if let's now turn it on its head and say single guy. So you're out with a single guy, somebody who I've maybe met before or not met before. Yeah, that can become a a bit of a concern. So certainly there's some single guys that we've been, we've been with in the past that again, I'd probably have no concern with, you know, uh, I have to say, um, Peppy. Mm-hmm. I have no concern with Peppy because I know that he's a, a gentle, loving soul. You know, you can we we experience that with him, and and not every meetup we had was a playmate as well. You know, there was no expectation from him. So with that in mind, no matter how far you get into the process, I still believe there's no expectation from him. You know, so and and uh, even though he may be a little taken aback if you say stop this now, I don't think he'd have a problem with it. I think, in fact, he'd have more of a concern that he's done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm looking for in the people that you're potentially playing with, is that if you get to a point where you say stop, my 
for me, if somebody did that with me, my initial instantaneous response would be, oh shit, I've done something that's hurt or upset or, you know, there's something I've done to, to cause this. And I'm looking for people who are of that mindset, not the people who are saying, oh fuck, you know, you've got me all revved up, now what? You know, that's not what, that's the exact opposite of the people that yeah. I'm looking for. So, so yeah, that's, that, that's my take on it. There's a few people in our circle now that I'd feel comfortable with doing that. And there's certainly some people that I don't feel comfortable with me not being in the room. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I trust them, but I, we just haven't been around them enough or they haven't shown me all of the check boxes that I need checked to, to warrant me to feel that comfortable with them. Yeah. Yeah. Any other concerns? Uh, I mean, obviously, you getting injured physically is a concern. Um, I think that kind of falls into the the safety bracket, doesn't it? No, not so much. Um, safety is one thing, but uh, injury because of your over enthusiasm in the moment. <laughs> I think we may have had a few incidences of that. Well, I mean, yeah, but how do how do you how do you put that to like how do you alleviate that how do you mitigate that risk let's say my damn it drop my piece of oh, paper oh no you drop your list now let me, what? let me just get that piece of paper without you know interrupting any of the audio quality and or here we go problems got it perfect can't hear the beanbag let's carry on <laughs> so no I, I don't see that. so i see that as a separate issue that's a post-fact issue let's say for example you're oh, there's that what's that that's a very common sound in this podcast that flapping that? of paper um the the concern for me is is not is not the current situation like you've hurt yourself during sex many times mm -hmm. and and let's be let's be fair a lot of the time you've hurt yourself as well because you're like enjoying it and you get a bit carried away and you ask for or you do something that hurts you mm -hmm. there has been some kind cases as well where you've where you've been hurt by somebody else but they are by far the minority i mm -hmm. think yep my problem is the next day you're now dealing with pain you're now dealing potentially with you know a uti uh yeast infection a whole world of other problems that come along with owning a vagina it appears and I'm not there. I don't really think you actually own a vagina. I've decided they're that much of a pain in the butt that you actually, they're just on the lease. Yeah. And there's a balloon payment at the end just to really there's fuck a, you over. a lot of balloon payments along the way as well, I think. <laughs> I think it's like a novated lease yeah, scenario. Right? Yeah. yeah, there's like service costs and shit. Yes, it fucking is. And then insurance hikes. Yeah. And like interest rate hikes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Balloon your your vagina is literally a novated lease automobile. Yep. And it's like an unreliable automobile too. No, it's like it's a, it's like a you know really rare European brand that like every time a part breaks down, it's got to be imported. Takes yeah, like four weeks. That's right. It's super expensive. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It is. I think I feel like we're finished at a. So let's imagine now the car has broken down yeah. and and you're and you're stuck on the side of the road without anybody <laughs> to support. You know to come and. Help I'm away, you yeah. because you're away, I or like because you're. I this analogy. You're... Can I get some? Uh, you, no, give, give we, we, it's going to be an air fist bump air because fist bump. if I move, it's going to mess up everything. Okay. So, um, so yeah, we're we're you're now stuck on the side of the road. You have nobody to provide you service. There's nobody there to make you feel safe, calm. You know, you're now potentially in a, another city, another country, or even even here, and I'm away. In the scenario where you're sick, you're unhappy. 
you know, you generally don't deal with these sorts of things well because the next step for you is wine. And then mm. the next step after that is generally a chick flick. That's very true. And chick flicks do nothing but make you worse. Yeah, but it feels good in the moment. It's 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 like it's like KFC. It's like KFC or yeah. or, or sometimes like dirty pizza or porn. Yeah, it feels good in the feels moment. Feels good at the time, but you feel a little dirty after. A little dirty after. Yeah. But so this is this is my concern. Another concern is that if I'm not there to help you with that, and you and you're not the best of looking after yourself in general. You know, you're you're that's more, accurate. You're more concerned about other people than you are about yourself. So when you get into that sort of realm where you are ill, properly ill, it's a real concern for me. I mean, shit, I've gotten on a plane and flown back from somewhere after going there the week before to come back to, and help you through a flu. That was a real flu, though. Yeah, I'm not... Just for those people out there that, you know, use coined the term flu when they've actually just got a cold. Just, I mean, get get your terminology right. A flu, a flu. Well, no, you'll only know that it's. You'll only know the difference when you actually get a flu. I thought I was going to die. A true flu. Influenza. When you get influenza, you 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 kind of feel like you're gonna die, but you actually wish like you would die. Also correct. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, please kill me because this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. For for like three days. Any um anything else? Uh no, I think that's probably it. Although, if we continue through your paper list, I'm sure there might be some more prompting along the way. I'm sure there will be, but I've, I've, I'm, I'm done with the the potential. Uh, I'm not going to. I don't want to really call them pros and cons, but the potential for that some, was all cons. Where was upset. the pros? Uh, they're coming next. Yeah. Well, yeah. so yeah. No, well, um, but what I was going to say is, I, there is another one, and it's about time zone and location. But I think we can talk about that in re- requirement, like boundaries type scenarios, like how do we manage that? So. Moving on, my thoughts on possible things that are, are positive about the potential for some solo play. I'm just going to rattle the three of these off because then go. then it's easier. And then we can just talk about them as we go through. So um, possibility to express oneself uh, sexually and, and also grow sexually. So I've mentioned this a couple of times recently and I actually also wrote down a bit of a chapter on, and, and no one has seen this, I've showed it to Dee, but that's about it, a chapter on the ability to allow oneself to understand what they want sexually and give themselves the peace of mind to explore that, you know, what they want. So I And said, you mean without the burden of your partner potentially being in the room and stifling that? In, not, in, not sti- yeah, no, I no, sti- no, stifling is, I think, the right word. But It, it takes it, some focus. So what, what yeah. you're saying is that yeah. if I'm in the moment and you're there, it might be 80% on me and what I'm doing, but there's still going to be a 20% thought of what's happening with D, what he's doing, his sexual enjoyment, etc. What we're saying here is that it might give the opportunity for there to be 100% focus on also, what I'm doing. You know that I'm totally not into needle play, but you might get in the moment and then say, "Ooh, I might want to try a little bit of needle play." But I, if I know D's here, he'd be freaking the fuck out. Does that happen in the moment in your mind? Is that what happens? Like you're halfway through a session and all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, needles!" Well, not needles. I mean, that's I'm taking a bit pretty broad you brush. Went, you, there. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of went extreme. You, I am paddling in the deep end of the pool. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, and maybe, maybe one one of my unicorn floaties fell off. You know, I don't understand why you won't let me have little noise, soundy things on this podcast. I tried to do it a few times about two years ago, because then I could have had like a little duck squeak right then. That would have been a perfect. Well, know, I mean, unless you can just you can actually value. use use a proper term for a noise, soundy thing. <laughs> I'm not sure you should ever be allowed to use All one. Right, fine. Uh, the second one was um, ability to explore sexual desires, both D's and mine. 
And the third one was that it, well, quite frankly, it could be very sexy. Yeah. That's my thoughts on possible. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think we are probably reasonably aligned on that in terms of sex, sexual exploration. Absolutely. I think it's a interesting, not only topic, but an interesting potential sexual exploration for, for both of us. Um, yeah. I mean, let's just, let's just take this to a, to an added, not an extreme, but an added scenario where you're now playing with a single lady, mm-hmm. right? Something you've not done. Well, you have done it a long time ago, but not, not since you really developed sexually as to where you are now. That's something again, that, that is a totally different aspect to what we've been involved in as a couple. Yeah, true. Right. And, and you know, also you could reverse that with me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I think sexual exploration is a really, it's a big discussion topic between Dee and myself at the moment, but it's actually something that I have been real for, what, about six months now. Yeah. You know, I've been really thinking about it. That's why I wrote that chapter down. It's all about allowing oneself the peace and mind and non-judgmental space, even within ourselves, to consider what we like, what we want, yeah. what we want to get out of all of this. Yeah. So there's certainly there's that aspect to it. I totally agree with that. And, and I think there's a whole world of things that we could experience separately that are simply not possible when we're together. Like you can't play with a single lady, just you and her, with me there because I'm still there. Yep. Whether I'm there sitting in the corner, backhand stroking one, you know, which is the, I think is possibly the worst way to ever masturbate is the backhand stroke. Um, no, worst way, sorry, worst way to do it in a room. It's the creepiest. I think that's the creepiest. Yeah, we spoke about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, even if I'm there, I'm still there. If I'm not there, I'm not there. So it gives you a whole new genre of play and you know, of of understanding yourself and your sexuality. So that I totally agree with that. And I think there's a lot that we could learn there. The the second one was what was that? Sexual desires. So meeting oh, yeah, or exploring some sexual desires, yours and mine. Yeah, for sure. I mean I mean, I, I don't think that you have been I don't think you've been quiet in the fact that you have a sexual desire and you've written about this as well, actually. You wrote a uh, a blog post. A sexual desire about me exploring my sluttiness. You know, that is a big turn on to you. The ability you, you have openly said you would love me to go and pick up at a bar whilst I'm travelling for work. And, and and pick up a guy and take him back to my room. Yeah, know, so. of, yeah, and of course the, the fantasy versus the reality are two different things. I mean, I, I covering off the thing the the side on safety before that then impinges on my want for you to do that. But that is still the fantasy, right? Perfect perfect world, perfect fantasy scenario, which is what plays out in my head is is yes, absolutely I'd I'd love you to do that. Um, the reality of it is somewhat different, yeah. and that's but that's just something that we'd we'd have to work through the individual steps to make it palatable. So there's sexual desires, and then the last one I thought was yes, it could be quite sexy. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I, I think um, the idea of me getting a say a photo from you or something or a a short record of a you know a, a little voice you know the little voice button whatever that's called you record a little sound piece and send through you know a sound clip things like that i think they'd all be very very sexy you know um to understand even just 
random ones in the middle of a conversation were you with a couple or a single guy i think that that would be really sexy for me well that's a good segue d because that kind of leads us into what the requirements or guidelines would be if yeah. this was to occur so i've got a couple of things written down and i know you've got some thoughts on how and you just mentioned it you know that you have to know beforehand or you want to know beforehand you want to know i'm safe you want to know when it's progressing you've spoken about these things since we started um and then you just mentioned you know the possibility of um, a photo some interaction you said if it's going to be a couple's thing you know you'd want it again you'd want it to be some somehow you'd want to feel like you're part of it so uh run me through then what would be some of the guidelines that you or expectations you would have on on this being a, a kind of a, a, a go i mean this is all i think still rather fluid because first time round, like when we had our first single guy first couple you know the first time round, we're gonna fuck it up to some level right there's going to be some there's going to be some things we have to talk through afterward because we have an expectation of what we want on on the way in and that expectation changes depending on how things move forward. But some of the things I thought of was, yes, absolutely engagement up front. I, I need to feel like I'm involved somehow. Now, again, a few of the things we touched there were, yes, a little voice message, a little... Uh, an understanding of the fact that things are progressing, an understanding of the fact that you that things are moving to the bedroom, you know the ability to the ability for you to see your phone light up should there be a concern at my end. You know, I still wish to be able to provide to to offer a, a stop from my end as well. You know, like if it's if I'm not feeling comfortable with what's going on, then I also want to understand there's a way for me to say, I don't want this to happen anymore. And I guess that's one of my concerns is that um, I mentioned time zone and location earlier. And, and let me just touch on two things here. My concern about that is that that is very black and white. Like I have to know exactly what is going to meet that criteria that is going to make you happy to make you feel engaged. For example, I need to know if your expectation is to, you know, I'm out to dinner. Do you want or do you expect an hourly text message and if I come and I'm an hour and 20 minutes between text messages because there was some great conversation, the drinks were flowing and I just happened to be really engaged, is that going to make you feel like it's outside the so rules? So I'll, I'll ask you the question up front. What is your expectation and what do you think my expectation is of exactly what you've just described in a non-sexual encounter? Um, well, where, where it can, you know, just a pure vanilla encounter. Yeah, I can, I can actually explain. I can, uh, I can explain that very easily. Actually, yep. the last time I went and I was on my own with our friends away for a weekend, you. No, no, no. We'll, we'll stop. stop, 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 stop. I'm not talking about what has happened. I'm talking about what your expectation is. What is your expectation? If I'm out with a couple or with a friend, what is your expectation in terms of timing? Rough timing. Okay, well, I would want to know that you've arrived. Yep. Or you're on your way or you've arrived. I mean, that would be the first thing. Um, then I would expect to get some sort of halfway mark notification, like a text halfway being like, having a great night, this is real fun. Okay, so um, let's imagine this is an eight-hour eight event. So a halfway mark is still okay? Yeah. So four hours in, you're happy to wait well, four hours. That's what I, because I have the expectation that 
you are there or I am there engaging with the other people. And I don't want to take away and be picking up my phone every 45 minutes or an hour feeling like, geez, I better check in. I'd rather it be, so you're telling me what would be the minimal expectations, but these could go more often. I mean, my minimal expectation would be the halfway mark, but the better opportunity would be, you know, say for example. say the halfway mark. How do you define a halfway mark? Well, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. And this is the whole yeah, but my whole concern yes, here. Yes, but if you're looking, you're for... looking for very black and white. I'm saying, and this is I wrote this down. My concern about this is that I'd rather be in the moment versus a predetermined expectation on play, expectation on no play, in case of any mind changing or or fluid throughout the evening. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I'd rather feel a bit more free and have the opportunity. And I, I would expect actually, my expectations would be I would be sending more frequent texts because I intend to be out with friends. We're probably going to be bar hopping. I'll be sending you photos of the bar hopping, photos of, you know, random funny things or the drinks I'm having and these sorts of things. But what I, what I don't want it to turn into is a, well, it's a, it's one hour. My alarm goes off. I better check in. Well, no, I don't. I've never had an expectation of, of that. But, but your expectation that you've just put forward of what you expect in a normal, um, vanilla scenario is not what I've seen when you, we're in that vanilla scenario. Well, that's what I was trying to use the recent examples where um, you hadn't checked in and in talking, seven yeah, hours yeah. in a vanilla rep event and I was still like, oh, yeah, cool, you're hanging with people. Um, yep, that did happen recently. The first time it happened and you were like, oh, I'll call you soon and four and a half hours later you called me. Um, and there was other times when, yes, you have been four or five hours without hearing a bow peep. Okay. Well, I think we've probably got a different uh, perspective on that because I certainly feel like a lot of the times, even when we're at a, a normal vanilla, I'm in a normal vanilla event, that there's a requirement for me to check in. Otherwise, there'll be a, a an ang not angry, that's not the right word, but a, a certainly somebody who's got a little bit of a bug in their ass when I pick up the phone and do finally make a call. Okay. So that's something I think we probably need to understand. That's why I'm having this conversation with you. I, I think I need to understand what is your expectation so I can meet it because I think this will end up very poorly if, I mean, your expectation is possibly that you get some sound bites, possibly get a video. I'm assuming you want to call directly yeah, but, beforehand, uh, directly after. You're talking about text during sex. So what I'm no, saying I'm not, is... I'm not, I'm not saying that any of these are requirements. What I'm saying is I I would think that you want me to be also involved. I'm sure. So how, that, so how do you, how would you perceive yourself involving me in something like this? Well, that's what I that's what I was saying before. I mean, I think that I would rather it be quite fluid, where I am sending you photos throughout the night, possibly bar hopping. I'm giving you a text saying heading back to the hotel. I'm feeling like this is going to be a play situation. I'm very comfortable with it. I'm excited. This is going to be sexy. These people are going to be there. This is what I intend to do or what I would hope would happen as long as obviously, I mean, I'm assuming these people are in agreement with what's going on. Um, okay, let's just pretend they are. And um, and then that, that, uh, that, you know, when I get to the hotel or something, I can send you a text saying we're back. And then however long the play session lasts for, and then at the end of the play session, I would anticipate you would want some sort of a, well, we're done now, I'm safe, I had a fun time. And then the expectation was perhaps that the next morning during we would, you know, have a chat and I would kind of tell you what kind of unfolded. I'm assuming you would want to know. Yeah, absolutely. Of course I want to know. I mean, part of the, part of the fantasy for me is understanding what happens, you know, 
the 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 fantasy is me effectively being a fly on the wall, not there but there. That's certainly part of it. I have no problem with what you've just put forward. Because yeah. I mean, but I think- my concern is that the halfway mark is an absolute horseshit turn because term because there's no such thing as halfway because you don't know when halfway is because you've got to know when the end is to know when halfway is. So you you know it has to be a little bit more rigid than that. You've got to say, well, yes, what you've just described is what I'd be fine with. You know, conversation during the evening in terms of engagement, photos or, you know, a, a quick update when you, I mean, you go to the bathroom, how regularly do you think? How regularly do you go to the bathroom when you're out drinking wine? <laughs> no, no, I mean, this is this is a serious question. You know what's funny? I actually feel like this, we talk about sex a lot on this podcast. We talk about anal play and I feel like that question too is far. too personal. Well, <laughs> I, I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking hilarious. The irony. Um, I, I, because don't ask me about my bathroom habits. No, because I, I have to go to the bathroom every couple of hours, let's say, right? And when I'm in there, now I'm standing up. And one hand is definitely engaged and I can still manage to get a text off to you in that period of time. You are at least squatting if not sitting down. Yeah, but that's bathroom texting. I mean, come on. Oh, fuck you wish. You wish. You've called me from the freaking toilet. I have not. Yes, you have. I have actually never done that. More than once. Later after this podcast, we're going to have a discussion about that. Because, oh, I see. No, because it's it's actually common practice in Singapore for ladies to start conversations or enter the bathroom with sorry, on their phones. Sorry, okay, sorry, you weren't in necessarily. And I in want to actually. Pee. I, I you want to still ask washing them to your hands leave. on the way out. Anyway, so either or, can we agree that you might be able to flick me a text when you take a pee? <laughs> How about I flick you a text that excuse myself for a second at the table, send you a text, go off to the bathroom Let's and do my you're business. In the powder room, powdering your nose. Nothing fine, to do with fine, peeing. Fine. Okay. You're powdering your nose. Boop, 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 boop. That's the noise that a powder puff makes okay. on the nose, by the way. Boop, 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 boop. That's too much. It's too much I know, to wipe now I'm going to have to wipe. There you go. Good. Boop, boop. No, no, no. Too. no you've just got to touch up a little bit where the, I wipe too so much, much off. There's so much blush on there now. Oh, shit. Well, this is my first time applying powder. <laughs> it's not like I do this all the fucking time. Why is there shimmer? Oh, my God. You should see my eyeliner. It's like an inch thick. I know. Um, anyway, so surely in that period there's a chance for you to do say something. Just a quick, hey, everything's fine. Yeah, and that's the other thing too, I guess. You know, again, and these these are all to eliminate the possibility of walking away and the next day you feeling or me feeling or somebody feeling like there has not been enough. Correct. And what I'm saying is though, even within the text message itself or the, the chat or the call is a quick, hey, I'm doing great, this is fun, okay and enough and engaging enough for you. Or are you going to be like wanting to then send back question after question of has he touched your to- leg, has he... You know, like uh, well, I mean, uh, it would be nice to get a sort of a, a a small roadmap as well as to what's going on. That's my point, though. So I think all of these things really probably need to be, and I don't think we're going to have enough time on this podcast. You're not going to define this stuff. This is stuff that uh, this is stuff that you're going to have to. We're going to have to figure out on the fly. Fine, but it's not something you can. We need to make sure that then when when no one's walking away pissed off then. With the understanding that these are things that are possibly going to be gotten wrong, but we're only going to yeah, I mean, but we're 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 only going to be pissed off until we figure it out. We've got to have the discussion afterwards. As much as we want to discuss this up front, 
this is a this scenario no, is fluid. The whole scenario changes, so we can't define every possible outcome in terms of what the particular. Of course, you can't. But what I'm saying is, there's post event situations where you can be, hey, that was not ideal, and let's maybe think about this next time. Versus, you didn't fucking text me enough, and now I'm really angry, and it taking it to a very negative. So, way. so do you not think that that conversation? Do you not think that somebody saying that to you is okay? Like, if I was to say to you, I don't believe you text me, texted me enough, and I'm actually pretty upset about that. Is that really a bad thing? No, I mean it's a good thing. What I'm saying is we have to agree that you can't. One can't hold a grudge or be angry or do whatever if we weren't aware. Because obviously, need, it's I need not... to. I need to ask you a question. When was the last time I held a grudge? Oh my god, you hold so many grudges. Oh really? Yeah. Who do I hold grudges with? What's that chest in the cupboard that's marked grudges? What is that? Uh, it's it's a chest that I will probably hit you with after <laughs> this. I I come on. You get pretty. Angry, I was the MC at my best friend's wedding who cheated with my girlfriend. Yeah. Grudge free. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I don't know how much less grudgy somebody could be. Okay, I think we've covered this enough. We've spoken about this topic for a while now. So, what is? Whoa, 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 fucking hell. No, I mean that that's that situation. So, what's another requirement in your mind? So, we've spoken about. We've spoken about uh, contact, we've spoken about understanding the progression, and we've spoken about post-play or making sure that there's there's an engagement. So contact throughout the evening, yeah. um, progression so you fully appreciate that, 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 that I'm wanting to do it or that I'm eager, and then three would be um, an understanding of the, the play to, to engage well, you no, in the activity. Well, no, you've taken it one, one step too far. Um, three would be the completion of potentially play and either that person going home or returning to their own bed or whatever that might look like and you actually then letting me know that you're you're safe you're okay you either had a good or a bad evening yeah that's what i meant and 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 then we can like if if it's a good evening then that can be you know it can be a simple response from me fantastic let's talk about it when we can or whatever yeah when i'm awake whereas the other end is I've had a fucking horrible time. I, I thought I was enjoying the play and then this happened. I mean, that's more critical for me to know. And frankly, that's something that you mentioned time zones and you mentioned um, other locations. That's, that, that's the thing that I would wait up for in any time zone. Yeah, I don't so. give a fuck because I want to know that you're safe going in, you're safe during, and you're safe at the end. Yep. Right, and and let me just add another little tidbit here, especially if it's something where, you know, if, if you're solo, if you're solo with another, with a couple we know, or a single we know, that I know as well, this is probably not as relevant. But if we were to ever get to the point where you went out and say picked up a guy or whatever, then I would absolutely require that I have the trackability of you on your phone. Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. and for no other reason than if I don't get that ceiling conversation from you before you fall asleep or fall something. asleep or whatever, I am fucking turning up. <laughs> no, I will turn up wherever the fuck you are yeah. and I will find you. Because <laughs> no, because let's pitch a worst case scenario. No, I get here. I get what you're saying. I get it. Yeah, so that, and I agree with what you're saying. So that's an absolute for me and I would expect that you would kind of want that from me as well. Although I think 
Babe, it's I've, kind of I've sent photos of taxi drivers to you before yeah, I, in, in, I know, in, in third I think, world countries where I'm like, is, I'm pretty, I, I may end up dead. What I think is interesting here, though, is generally you don't have this requirement upon me. I, I'm, I mean, in a fight, you're probably going to do better than I am. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you've been in more fist fights than I have. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Is there any other um, guidelines or requirements from from what you would think? So we've spoken about, I mean, at this point in time as well, we are talking about people we would know. I'm, we're not talking right now about me going out to a hotel. So in, in that regard, you know, it's people that we know. Um, we have maybe may or may not have played with before, but we know them. Um, I mean, is there any other things that you can think I may think of that would be, of course, things like personal safety, um, sexual safety, all of that, of course, are requirements or guidelines. Um, well, that's a requirement, not a guideline. <laughs> um, but is there anything else that you well, think only, would be a, a deal breaker, I guess? No, not the, a deal breaker. But the only other thing would be things that you say, things that you've not done sexually with Ooh. somebody else. So if I had anal play with a guy. Exactly. So if you yeah. if you decided in that, that I was gonna moment, go off and do DP with two other men. Exactly. I would probably want to I, not probably, I would want to know about that before the fact. Because I want to have I still want the ability as if I was in the room. If I'm in the room and you say I want to have DP with these two guys and I didn't feel comfortable with that, I'd say, well I don't feel comfortable with that. Right. And what would be your response from that? Fine, absolutely won't do it. Exactly. So I still need, and I think you would still need that as well, that, hey, guess what? This person wants me to do this. And just as it would be in, if I was in the room or if you were in the yes, room, we yeah. would say, we would say, hey, one second, we need to discuss this. Can you give us a second? We'll discuss it. And then we'll decide whether we're going to do that or not. I don't think that's any different via text or via whatever. Yeah. And the simple response is, if you or I cannot answer that question, then it's a no. Yeah, no, I get it. So, for example, a different time zone yeah. or I'm asleep or you're asleep or we're at work. Yeah, don't expect to different... send it five minutes before you're about to perform the act exactly. and then be able to and then, and if it's And you, you have to be willing yourself and I have to be willing as well to say, if somebody says that, if somebody asks a question, like say I'm in a cup with a couple and they say, oh, we want to do DP. And I would simply have to say, I'm sorry, guys, I need to check that I can do that. I need yeah. to have a conversation with my wife. No, I, I, and then I if, if I don't get the response back, I have to have the courage to say, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Yeah. And so do you. Yep. Agree. So it's a no and it's consent. It's a no unless it's a yes. Yep. Agree. Yep. Okay, sweet. So that's very cut and dry. Anything else? Um. No. Okay. No, I don't think so. I think, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's going to be if we if we go ahead and do this, there's going to be some other things that we'll figure oh, out on yeah. the way through. And we've spoken about this, like little things will pop up during your lifestyle journey, like the first time you came in another woman's mouth took me by surprise. I have said that many, many, many times. Yeah. Because you, as you said before, you alluded to it. You cannot discuss everything at some point in time, and in fact, actually. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Jones from We Got A Thing podcast just released a new podcast this week on um, confidence and courage. 
And and he spoke, Mr. Jones spoke towards the end of the podcast about the fact that, you know, you can research and review and discuss and write down and everything until the cows come home. But at some point, you got to go on the deep end and you yeah. got to figure it out. Is it going to be... I want to know when they sent the cows out. <laughs> like when did that happen? When did they send the cows out before they came home? Yeah. Well, okay. maybe you could maybe you could explain it. I mean, given your current um, penchant for a particular computer game that has cows, dogs. I don't um, want to discuss my my lame computer your, game. Your embarrassment. My lame computer game addiction. <laughs> yeah, it is the lamest game ever. But I have, I have, you know. Are you going to throw it out there? Are you going to let everyone know what the lame game no. is? No. Oh, shit, no. Yeah, no, no you should. No, because, I no, you might get people addicted to it and then it can be like a swingers weird <laughs> lame game. No. So we are not going to do the other segments for today's podcast uh, because we just wanted to leave it on. This. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. We're at an hour. I think that's good. So I, I don't care what the timing is. We'll just break it up into two podcasts just no. to make people, people think it's painful. <laughs> um, Coming up next on Swinging Down but Under. My, my... Do we do a rehash of what's happened in the previous episode as yeah, well? Of like snippets? Yeah. And, I, and I'm you and you're me, like at the end of the last podcast oh. that you, you snuck in. Snuck in. Um, I mean, I think. Where so where are we at with this? What's the? What's... I understand. I understand what I understand. One that you think it would be extremely sexy. I'm going to tell you what I understand of what you what your thoughts are, and then maybe you can do the reverse of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand that you think that this would be extremely sexy. I understand that you would be excited for me to explore my own sexual freedom and desires and fantasies. I understand that this would be a desire of yours and that that you would also get something out of it so long as I engage you in a manner that you think is appropriate or that meets that criteria. And I think that you would feel comfortable with it as long as I am comfortable, my safety's there, and it's with people that we both feel comfortable with. Yeah, okay. So I I agree with those without any doubt. Um, Next thing I'd like you to give your... You want me to give mine first? I, no, I want you to do. I just did you. Yeah, yeah. So, want, so I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about me now. I want you to tell me. Yeah. So I, I mean, I agree with what you've just said on my side. I agree. Um, I think for you, it's something that's a push of your boundaries. I understand that it's a push of your boundaries. I understand that it's a concern for you in terms of our relationship and our ability to cope with it. I also believe that. Uh, you're interested in it with the right people, whoever that might be, uh, but that doesn't mean that you're willing to push to, you know, you're not willing to go to a full play scenario um, up front. I think this is an exploratory thing for you rather than a, a definite. I also understand that you don't understand what the requirements are in terms of contact um, or you you don't understand what you, what mine my requirements would be and that's because it's very difficult for me to define that in terms of you know so we're going to get that wrong i also understand we will get some things wrong along the way when it comes to that i also understand that you're um being exceptionally cautious about how this might move forward which is a good thing. Um, I also think, I think, I, I don't understand this, but I think that you will have a whole lot of fun and learn a whole lot more new interesting things about yourself, good or bad, and then we can either deal with those internally and 
and explore them more for the good, obviously, or deal with the bad. Or we can possibly engage with other people to understand how those bad those bad perceptions came about and then potentially deal with some of some of the historic issues that may have been generated by either your family or past sexual encounters. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know, should I mention that on the podcast? What? Why we don't like talking about the R word? Oh no, absolutely. I mean, you've been open to, about it on Twitter. Yeah, and I, don't I think spoke about. Look, I spoke about this on Twitter a while ago. The reason that Dee's saying that you know there's there's some caution there in terms of you know me me feeling like I'm cheating. I mean, or my my history. I'm not going to go into it in a great deal on the podcast, especially this episode. I don't I don't really think that it's uh, the right uh, space for it. But to give you an understanding of why we we don't often use the word rape when it's in relation to anything that has been at least somewhat consensual is because I actually have been um, through sexual abuse and violence um, when I was quite young. And uh, and so for me, that has been a growth and an understanding within myself and, and exploring my sexual boundaries, but also doing so within the lifestyle and, and feeling at a, at a safe space. So when we do see or hear that term, it is it is quite uh, difficult for me to to take and associate because uh, I am uh, consensual in this and, and going to a club, I'm consensual, putting myself out there is, is a form of consent and, and um you know, so hearing or seeing that can be can be quite difficult for me to to swallow uh, as a as a survivor of such uh, such sexual violence. So um, that's, I guess, why Dee's wanting to make sure that you know there is no uh, you know, that I wouldn't be harming myself in in a mental capacity as well. I guess. Well, I mean, also, yeah, I mean, you, you're unfortunately with along with the poor, I'm going to say poor training. I, I don't know another way to put it, and I'm sure there'll be some judgment on this from a few people but if you constantly teach i really don't have the vocabulary to explain this well so i'm going to use an example is this about if mother you, to daughter and, and no 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 this is more if you constantly if you constantly teach an animal that a particular location in the house is out of bounds by hitting it with a with a stick it's not going to go to that location and unfortunately along your sexual journey you've had some Barriers. Some people hitting you with sticks. Yeah, okay. Right? That's the best way I can describe it. So what I'm saying is, is that in some cases you have put yourself again in awkward situations because your training or instinct has been sometimes moved to a location that it really shouldn't be. You know, you, you have initially when we, for perspective, initially when we first met, you believe that sex was a requirement of a of a relationship, you know. Like you, you honestly believe that uh, without without sex, as a first, second, or third event on you know, like on a date, like a second, maybe third, second or third date, sex was almost a requirement for that. Mm-hmm. Was your perception, and I think we've probably changed that. But perception comes from training. And, and, and experiences. And experiences, and, yeah. is, exactly. So I think your experience, your perception, and your um, exposure has changed that along the way. But there's still some underlying concerns. And look, there will always be. Of um, you know, I, I think that being in the lifestyle and, and us discussing this and me feeling in a safe space is actually really... Uh, opened up my ability to almost see the the world as a as a better place. I have to say, um, especially you know sexual experiences as a better as a better place. Um, but yes, there is and there will always be uh, a part of of my journey of myself and of our relationship because it is a burden we both carry. 
that um, that you know will will always be there. Yeah, absolutely. But one of the glorious things, and and I'm I'm gonna this is a callback moment. You you, you used the term um, somewhat consensual earlier, and some people may have gotten hung up on that. What what uh, what I'd like to say is in the lifestyle we have had nothing but honest consensual individuals along the way. Um, to my mind, and please correct me if I'm wrong, C, but to my mind, you've never had an event in the lifestyle where you felt that you had to do something. No. In the beginning, I probably put that that idea on myself. You know, we spoke about this in episode two where I, where I was thinking, gosh, I've spent some time with these people. That must mean that, you know, we should have sex now. That's nothing to do with this. So I just want to really re- yeah. reiterate that. Yeah. But um, to, to your question, though, what I meant earlier, and I'm happy to clarify my semi-consensual comment, was that if I go to a lifestyle club, for example, there are going to be people there who do want to flirt with me and all the rest of it. Now, if they do touch me inappropriately, that's another whole thing. But yeah. at no point have I actually had uh, a, a, an aggressive or upsetting non-consensual um, issue occur. I actually, the reason I go back to episode two was because we're out just about to re-release better audio quality of that one. And the bartender, if you remember at the pool table, um, had touched my leg. Yeah. That would be the most extreme version of what I would classify as non-consensual. Yeah. Was that he was flirting and he was kind of touching my leg. Um, yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, this all comes back to me that I just want to make sure that you're in a safe head and, and physical environment and you start your experience in that environment and you finish it in the same environment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So does that answer your question about whether or not what's the conclusion of this discussion? Was that we're open to trying it? We're um, open to it occurring? Um, uh, yeah, I think I think I I mean I've probably always been a little more open to it than you have anyway, because it is a fantasy of mine. Mm-hmm. Right. So but that said, I've, I'd also like to say for some of the haters out there, I have never pushed C into doing anything that fits into my fantasies. Um, I have asked her and I have been turned down on many occasions. And what I simply do is swallow that up and walk away because that's what somebody who loves somebody else does. You know, sometimes pushing people's boundaries is a good thing in in some occasions, provided that it's a... It's let's say a, nudging. Let's let's, let's say, say nudging, let, but for a for a growth, for a personal growth, and for also to to help somebody understand where they sit as well. You know that that may be putting you in a helicopter with me to extend your fear of flying. Yeah. You know things like that. Um, so there are there are good reasons sometimes to push boundaries, oh, but boundaries. boundaries. We don't. Well, I mean, I think pushing gives a negative connotation. No, no, pushing boundaries is fine. Pushing rules is not. Yeah, that's a difference. Okay. Well, so uh, I think. Well, I mean, you haven't given your answer. I, I just I, no, believe, I just did. did I, you? Yeah, I just said that. I think that um, it sounds like it's definitely something that we would uh, enjoy doing under the right circumstances. And okay, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't hate the idea, and I think we'll learn a lot from it along the way. And six months from now, we might come back and say that we're not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that possible if if we do it in the next six months, you yeah. know. Uh, so. Yeah, I suppose it's a tentative yes from both of us at the moment. Well, good chat. I hope everybody enjoyed that. I don't know. Do you think that that was an interesting topic to cover, D? Do you think people are going to enjoy that or it's a bit wordy? Bit well, it's probably lengthy? the deepest podcast we've ever done. Yeah? 
Yeah, I mean, I think they've just looked up my skirt. A little bit. And And uh, I I refuse to tell you my bathroom habits, so please stop emailing. Uh, (laughs) No, 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 keep emailing. I can tell you if you'd like down to the second. No, but otherwise, uh, thank you very much, as always, for listening to Dee and myself uh, chat about our lifestyle journey. We really appreciate it, and thank you to the recent iTunes reviews. Really appreciate those too. It's kind of crazy um, seeing seeing all the lovely things that some some of you people out there write or constructive criticism also always welcome so um thank you for Except that when you talk about me poorly that's not good yeah which Dee's had a little bit about a little bit of uh that recently it's quite funny to, to see uh, and, no that's uh, fine read. keep sending keep sending it if you've got if you if you hate me if you hate me i'm happy for you to, to not listen it's you're a bit polarizing simple. sweetie yeah it's good i mean i, I love love me or hate me I don't, I don't mind which one it is <laughs> just don't send me a shit in the mail that's not okay i i'm a little bit concerned you're a bit obsessed about getting a poo in the mail that's because one of my friends got sent a shit in the mail yeah it's a bit weird all right well thank you very much this is c and this is d and this is swinging down under